Hello, everybody, and welcome to another riveting edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump of the night. I am your host, John, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Eric. How are you this week? We're almost done. I know. At least it wasn't like Sean like, Month. Sean Month. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Month. This was, uh, actually, this was actually a lot of fun, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm glad that you finally got to experience the Saw franchise in yes. its entirety. Yes. Um, so, Except for Spiral. Uh, yeah. Well, and I kind of only halfway remember it's from eight. the book of Saw, uh, whatever the fuck yeah. that means. It's like one of those books that didn't make it in the Bible. <laughs> well, you know, there's actually 750 other books in the Bible that have more moral bullshit that you don't have. You know, <laughs> anyhow. Yes. Um, so I am glad I got to experience it, too. Yeah. Because so, this very quickly became one of my favorites. And and again, it's just kind of like the it's that horror franchise of our generation Mm -hmm. like it was the first one to make 10 movies Mm -hmm. you know um it's you know taking off the piggyback of things like nightmare on elm street friday the 13th child's play Mm -hmm. everything that like infinitely went Mm -hmm. i I think one of the differences is they never leaned more into comedy like like a lot of like uh, much earlier franchises Mm -hmm. did because Mm -hmm. they have access to like you know more practical effects more cgi more 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 and more mm-hmm. um and it was a really it's a really fun ride all the way through i also feel like saw doesn't have like a notable drop in quality at any point like there sure. are some that are better than others but there you're never like just rolling your eyes for an entire movie like you yeah. are with some of those other franchises you know it's, like five's um, pretty yeah. weak but right you know uh-huh. <laughs> eight like i said felt kind of inconsequential to the whole story Right, especially <laughs> especially as the thing that was like following up the final chapter of Saw, you know what I mean? But no, I mean they all have something to say that's a little bit unique and different, mm-hmm. and they all tie the story in nicely with other aspects of the lore and everything. So it's relatively airtight, you mm-hmm. know, and that's nice. Yeah, and I think uh, so, guys. We're gonna be talking about six, seven, and eight today. Yes, uh, which. Honestly, I think this back half, really, it's just five is the weakest movie. Sure. So this is a really good one to come back in on. I I, I take that back. Jigsaw is pretty fucking weak. Jigsaw is pretty weak. And it was like, it felt like they were just trying to cash grab Token Uh Bell. Right. (laughs) Which is fine. Yeah, if they paid yeah. him, that's all I care about. I that's just wonder why you killed him in three if you loved him that much. <laughs> <laughs> because if you love something, you have to kill it. <laughs> Jigsaw. <laughs> Jigsaw. <laughs> I love people so much. So you were talking about a friend of yours. Let's let's tell this story. Which one? You were talking about a friend of yours that couldn't conceptualize why they were attempting to use like justice as their, you know, oh, and yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> and it just occurs to me that perhaps Perhaps we laud on on you know Kramer a little too much. Sure, and, and it, it was like trying to find why he's less divisive, and the and the answer to that question is that he's not. <laughs> like anybody who watches this that has any semblance of a moral compass, he is still a dirtbag. Right. Like he's still mm-hmm. doing awful shit. Uh-huh. And then there's like his apprentices are just worse. Are, are also sort of in that like Stockholm syndrome slash like cult follower territory of sure, you know, <laughs> and whatever Hoffman's archetype <laughs> right. is. That was actually my favorite aspect of eight. Real quick was that we we have our first instance of a, a jigsaw enthusiast. In seven, we get our jigsaw like piggybacker who's trying to make money off of this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But in eight, we have our first like devoted like I'm just a fan, man. I just yeah. this is an identical replica of 
of one of his tra- you know what i mean it's- i just think he's neat yeah <laughs> so for all the talking that we do or more specifically that i do about how much i love john kramer let me put a lot of your concerns to bed here <laughs> first of all he's i don't know still, how to build any of this he's also still a murderer so, <laughs> so it's okay <laughs> Yeah, like, we've talked about it in subsequent episodes where it's like, if you put two people in a room and say one person has to kill the other person or you both die, that is still killing somebody. Mm -hmm. It's not going to hold up in the court of law, (laughs) which is a great segue into the beginning of Saw 6. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If you you want to kick that off. I was going to say, you looking like you're trying to slurp on that passion fruit. So we have um, Simone and what was the other dude's name? I don't think it matters. Uh, Eddie. Yeah. So Simone and Eddie are trapped in a room. There is a uh, wall between them uh, with a device where you have to insert a pound of flesh into within a certain time period. Um, and the person who does the most wins, mm-hmm. basically. Um, the loser gets turned into a primitive screw head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boomstick. Got him. Boomstick. Boomsticks. Yep. So um, Eddie does what I would do, and I would start taking some of the visceral fat off of my midsection and start kind of ch- <laughs> chipping that in there one little chunk at a time. You know what yeah. I mean? We don't have to go too crazy. She hasn't even picked her knife up yet. Simone, however, decides to just grab the cleaver and go for the whole arm, <laughs> like like half of the forearm. Eventually. What right. fucked me up was she just grabs like a regular knife at first. Like she grabs like a pocket knife. Yeah, and yeah. she's just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, girl. She has. She does have the wherewithal to put some bone in there, though. Yeah. Which is what I was yeah. alluding to. Yeah. You know, <laughs> got to put a bone in it. Haji man. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, Simone emerges victorious. We will see her soon. Yeah. In uh, the next movie, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, we'll actually see her. Oh, well, as I say, we'll actually see her a little bit later in this film. Yes. As well. Yeah. True. Um. Like, you know, the next scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, this whole thing is being observed by Hoffman, who has just escaped his little glass casket mm-hmm. shit from where he watched Strom be turned into chewing gum. He's like taking his hand and just putting prints on things. <laughs> and he's like, he looks like a five-year-old that's like playing with like a, uh, like a stretch Armstrong. <laughs> right. Right. You remember silly putting newspapers yeah. and putting them on like your, your sibling's forehead. And that kind of thing. <laughs> But resonating to a point that Jigsaw made. It just says they hit the second tower on my brother's forehead. <laughs> but in, Sorry. In the, uh, in, in the previous movie, we saw the conversation between Hoffman and Jigsaw when Hoffman was getting initiated into the mm-hmm. cult of Saw. Mm-hmm. And he tells, like, Jigsaw explains to him that your work is inferior. Mm-hmm. So th- mark that. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the big things later as, I mean, because, you know, Hoffman's always like the guy in the room <laughs> while everybody's <laughs> investigating. Like, yeah. huh, yeah. I wonder what he did this uh-huh. time. <laughs> right. And of course, for this one, we and find- how'd you figure that out? Huh. Got it. Thank you. Why is Perez here? Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> Perez is here. Right. Yep, yeah. Perez has showed yeah. back up. She is now the top agent. Oh, yeah. She, other got, than she Erickson. got fucking Commissioner Gordon. We thought that bitch was so iced already. Like, and it, I will say it kind of made sense because she was like blowing out of her fucking throat blood. I mean, like, she got, was that uh, the Billy Bomb? Yeah, the that Billy sent Bomb her, Thornton. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> right. And now she's promoted. And then she died. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> it's soft six. But again, with yeah. his sloppy work, mm-hmm. 
you would think that somebody who's been a detective for X amount mm-hmm. of time would have thought about the fact that they can tell that those cells mm-hmm. are dead that right. left fingerprints behind. Right, sure. At, le- at least in like high profile cases, I literally had someone shoot out a back window next yeah. to fucking one of the homes that I was living in. And we called the police and they were like, well, it's not like we're CSI. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like walking out in my bare feet because I don't know. And there's like glass everywhere sure, yeah. and shit. Yeah. Huh? Ooh, why are there cops outside? <laughs> right. And it's it's sort of illustrated here because they are uh, remarking upon in this forensic room, in this autopsy room, mm-hmm. that the, the this particular jigsaw was cut by like some shitty little, you know, mm-hmm. sawtooth thing. Right. This right. little, you know, serrated, serrated thing. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't tempered it, steel. It wasn't tempered, you know, and that kind of thing. And that's something that, you know, Kramer has pointed out to Hoffman that he doesn't pay attention he doesn't have the attention to detail Mm -hmm. you know that things like that matter because things like that get picked up on and he's like constantly shocked that people that do this professionally are doing their job well and that's my (laughs) favorite thing about Hoffman is he's just a knuckle dragger at the end of the day you know and that's why these two move the you know fucking uh six and seven Mm -hmm. are literally him doing that right. He right. <laughs> <laughs> amanda drops my favorite line on him actually i think in in terms of like how they like fuck mm-hmm. you hoffman is basically she's like you should probably just stick to picking up the bodies or something like that <laughs> or like you know the heavy lifting yeah. or whatever like you're just the, I think it was, yeah. you should probably just stick to clean up yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my dad by the way not your dad <laughs> <laughs> but i i know which scene you're talking about yeah. too because my favorite part is because the dude the black dude from three is literally getting put into, into the, the tub yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah or into the rack yeah 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 and he was fucking with it hoffman was fucking with the machine and he's like just so you know like the gears on this have to match the like you know on this check with me next time i'll be happy to point that out like he continues to like <laughs> fucking t- take shots at hoffman and everything but what yeah and fucking the, loser. the point being though that the line that john drops on him is um Something to, I, how does he word it? It's about his brutality is the word that he uses. But he's like, does your brutality, is that your like driving force or something like yeah. that? Or something, something to that yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's kind of keeping Hoffman at arm's length because mm-hmm. he can tell that he isn't in this for the benefit of people. If you want to put quotations around right. that, you know what I right. mean? He, he genuinely, sadistically enjoys watching people die. And that's what right. it is, you know. And, and it, it's funny that he almost gets like this level of bereavement from it as well and he this is actually what i really like about this part of the story is it's so much more noir Mm -hmm. and there's so much more nuance because and the funny part is like normally in stories that would have this structure that are not saw films you also don't know right that hoffman's the guy right you know what i mean so it's funny i love watching scenes where it's like everybody's figuring shit out and homeboy's just like standing in the background mm-hmm. like watching them. He's doing it. that Homer Simpson end of the bush <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the game a little bit yeah. in uh, six because this one was definitely a uh, moral stance for the public. I only want to mention one thing and if oh, you're yeah. going to say this later, the only other thing like mechanically that's happening is Jill does open the box and finds John's last will and yes. testament. Hoffman enters her office and because they know they know they know they know yeah. you both of the, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's like give me the envelopes. She gives him five envelopes. There mm-hmm. are six. So mm-hmm. mark that 
that's all I was going to say because now we can get into the game. And it's funny that you say that because I was just watching the trailer too mm-hmm. before we got on here and I forgot that the trailer was like so heavy on sixes because it was right. like six right. choices, mm-hmm. six games, mm-hmm. six outcomes, six <laughs> victims, six penises. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Six years if you pirate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Six new dads. <laughs> um, but, but we get the stepson. <laughs> I need a daddy. Um, so, anyways, yes, we get into the concept of why this game is happening. Oh, William. Oh, Willie, Willie Williamson. <laughs> um, so, Will was at the top of this insurance firm. Mm-hmm. Umbrella insurance. Which yeah. I-, <laughs> I could just imagine like the parasol logo in the background. <laughs> He's got the solid eye on when he turns around. <laughs> Wesker works for him. <laughs> right. The little like bird thing on the table that like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So. Essentially, we have these flashes, and I will say some of the flashes are simultaneously happening with him actually speaking to somebody else, but it's supposed to mirror him speaking to John because Mm -hmm. he had the same conversation Mm -hmm. with him. Uh, And he is a person that essentially decides whether or not people Mm -hmm. live or die Mm -hmm. uh, because he decides whether people are going to get help for... He's practicing his fucking deposition. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> why would somebody need to depose you if you weren't? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> so, and this is like before, and luckily we do at least live in a country now where you cannot be denied for pre-existing conditions. Right. Which. Thank, that should just be the way it is. Yeah, but I'm uh, glad we finally got there. Yeah. <laughs> Because there, there were so many people that were like, guess I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, again, prepping his deposition. We're having these flashes. And essentially, uh, Kramer wants to do this experimental procedure that should, act, weirdly enough, should be covered by his insurance. Mm-hmm. And then gets denied by this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. And he's like, well, you just sentenced me to fucking death. Yeah, yeah. So flash over to the other guy who I don't remember the actor's name. He really wasn't in it sure, that yeah. much. He was an important character that wasn't in the fucking movie. Right. Um, because he winds up he needed some sur- he needed surgery for a heart disease that he had. Mm-hmm. And I cannot believe that this actually came out of this man's mouth. He was like, "Well, you lied to us about your pre-existing condition." He's like, "What fucking pre-existing condition?" He's like, "You had jaw surgery a couple years ago, and that means that you had an issue with your gums." Gum disease leads to heart disease. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck is going on, dude? No. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. That's a roundabout way of saying that we're cheap. First of all, (laughs) everything leads to heart disease because it's all attached to blood vessels. So (laughs) if anything is infected in your body, you have an increased risk of heart issues. First of all, you didn't tell us that there was blood in your body. (laughs) Right. Right. It just reminds me of The Incredibles. You're denying my claim. I'll talk to my boss. Sir, her policy clearly got... Don't tell me about her fucking coverage. She's (laughs) penetrating the bureaucracy. (laughs) 
So naturally, it's so real. This is the man that needs to be tested along with all of his lackeys. Right. So Kramer actually, I love this line. I from, feel like they were called like the Shark Tank or something. Uh, that, like that that would make sense it because was, they were effectively like big pharma business people or people yeah. that were a part of his like firm. These were the you know? people that were trying to make sure that they didn't pay out money to people when they needed it. Exactly. That was their, that's your job. Like, take who's second, helping our people? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, really take a second to think about that. Your job is to make. Make sure that if somebody gets sick, that you don't pay for it as the right. company that they pay to do that. That was how my dad explained to me what health insurance was. He says there are <laughs> companies that are betting that you will not get sick or hurt. That's what that's what it is, <laughs> which is 100 percent accurate. Yikes. <laughs> um, and John makes this remark because he's like uh, he says something about like, uh, John, do not go and take that chance on that surgery. That's only got a 30 percent success rate. The cost will be astronomical. Oh, I have the fucking money. This is about principle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we are in the uh, the game itself, basically. Um, I think it begins with his janitor, who is a smoker. It's. I think it begins... Doesn't it begin with um, the old woman, his secretary, and the older dude? Or not the older guy. Not his, like, his older, like old. file boy yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's either... It doesn't matter. We can tell it in either sure, order. Yeah. It actually doesn't matter. I so was going to say, okay. they're all just subsequent traps we're talking about. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, that one like, is interesting. wire nooses. Right. <laughs> it was so crude. Which is... I know. And it has that, ha-ha, Billy, that comes down. <laughs> this is what's going to happen to y'all. <laughs> it's like demonstration so, it's, i was gonna say it's not even foreshadowing it's just like, <laughs> 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 and it, it, it's not even like hard because he realizes that the woman has children that are dependents you know and that kind of thing sure. and, and that's just what it is so he like totally lets his his you know secretary effect effectively or whatever he is die um, and that and just I like that they never is. talk about how she escapes because she just like scuttles off. Find a way out. Okay. <laughs> I hope you find your family. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. She like slips and falls and <laughs> breaks, breaks her neck. Fuck. <laughs> 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 ah! <laughs> Woo! Because <laughs> realistically, like two people survive this yeah. fucking trap. Yeah. Because um, I'm a big fan of the. Uh, I guess you could call it a carousel, but it's like the one that you would you, you would have at like a a park. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a tilt a whirl. That's yeah. In a that's in something completely different. But essentially, it just spins around and around, and you like a, a lot of people will put a motorcycle tire up to it these days and just watch kids like fly off of it. And shit. <laughs> Um, but population control but this is one of my favorite traps and part of the reason i say that is i re when i rewatched this recently i had never seen this actress in anything before until i started watching letter kenny wait a minute that was mrs mcmurray my dude oh my god (laughs) fuck oh fuck bud oh fuck bud End of the property, don't come on the layway. Yeah, or end of the layway, don't come on the property. Yeah, but like I loved the intricacy of, or not the intricacy. I loved how stupid this. (laughs) There's nothing I was gonna say. This and the mounted gun will fire. (laughs) (laughs) You can put your hand in and save one person. Uh Or was it two people? Two people. You could save two people. Uh-huh. Cuz uh, the one woman has the wherewithal to say, "Hey, I've got kids. We already know that's his weakness from the previous trap, you know." And he's like, "Okay, yeah. That checks out." Not children. Yeah. They're like radiating. Yeah. And the dudes are like, "What the fuck? This bitch all she has to do is talk." 
or something, you know, and it's like Dude, the the white privilege dude in this was I know. so fucking I know. funny. I know. He was so fucking funny because it's exactly what you would feel it to be. So essentially the way this trap works is it spins and then it stops on rotation. When it stops, the double barrel comes back, cocks, and then you pretty much have a matter of three seconds to put your hand into this like I think it just penetrates it yeah. until the end of the game mm-hmm. and you just can't leave that mm-hmm. spot. And he, he like so if he doesn't do that, it goes off, blows the person's chest or face <laughs> right. off. So my favorite was the white privilege, like he looked like what Hitler was talking about. Sure, yeah. And he so it stops on him and he's like like the whole time he's going around, he's like but it's between him and one other person that can still die. Mm-hmm. And of course the other girl's like, I have kids too. They care, and he's just like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Every time some woman opens her fucking mouth, yeah. <laughs> you turn into a spineless sack of shit. Look at me when you kill me, motherfucker. <laughs> and then he just goes, I don't want to die. And just, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Papa? <laughs> it was so funny. It was so satisfying. And the thing that I loved about this one so much is this is the first one that I can remember where there's room for negotiation, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and that element's just fucking hilarious to me. And like, just to pull the veil off of this now, I really loved that the way they worded it for his trap for William is if you don't make these choices, you will never see your family again. Right. And there is a family that is in the end of this game. That is not his. Mm-hmm. And we don't know that mm-hmm. the first time. And if you say that you did, you're a fucking liar. There was yeah. absolutely. This is yeah. like, this was a great twist in this movie. I thought he was fucking his sister. <laughs> That's what I thought. Because when she calls him earlier and, the, and she's like, you're really going to stand me up on my birthday? Hey, sis. I was like, hold on. <laughs> I know I, it's your birthday. <laughs> I'll make it up to you, though. <laughs> You know, what I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's how it came Eric's off. Eric's available know? for private calls on our Patreon. <laughs> I stick my tongue in. <laughs> I need a daddy. Or a step bro, I guess. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I do want to talk about the one, too, where it's like it's the woman in the like steam maze, because I thought that was a really cleverly designed. That, yeah. that was a, that was a cool like yeah. obstacle course, kind of like, you know. What uh, Takeshi's Castle or whatever it's called oh, or something, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, or something, yeah, yeah, something yeah. to that effect, where it's just like, what the fuck are we doing with this Super <laughs> Mario bullshit? You know what I mean? It was so funny. Do 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 do. Because the idea being that she was, she had to cross uh, specific points where uh, steam was too hot for her to like physically move her body through it, so mm-hmm. he could release a valve and take the steam for himself, mm-hmm. and she could move to the end. Um, and they navigate the maze completely, right? And she like realizes that there's there's like the key is inside him or is inside like she has to kill him basically, yeah. you know. So there's a, just a buzz saw, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And He's he like, was- what the fuck. He was looking rough, looking to get going to the end of the game. Like, <laughs> yeah. This dude took some yeah. fucking hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, if I feel like he had the realization of everything, literally, just, like it could have just been the one trap, and I think he would have been broken. 100%. And he would have had the rehabilitation that Jigsaw was looking for. Instead, we had to kill seven other people first. That's why, like, in the first Saw movie, you just have to cut your fucking leg off. Yeah. Because it's like, that's that's that was a Kramer trap. That was not a Hoffman, <laughs> Mr. Beast ass. <laughs> I built this $100,000 steam room maze. 
<laughs> Let's see if we can navigate it. Fortune and glory, kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like you said, he makes it to the end. I don't know if you want to just speed run the rest of this because that's kind of just what it is. But yeah, I yeah. mean, like as far as the trap goes, I mean, he gets to the end of the room. The twist is revealed, which was awesome. I really loved that we got there and found out that like the, the family that we've been watching is not his. And it is, in fact, the other person that was mirroring the conversation that John had with him, with mm-hmm. him for, for insurance. Uh, he was actually dead. Right. Because he had heart disease mm-hmm. and nothing saved him mm-hmm. because his insurance was bad or yeah. fucking poor gums, man. Because he had surgery on his teeth, on his on his jaw 10 years ago. Yeah, that's why everybody Great. else had to die. Right. <laughs> but this was like one of my favorite like final kills though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cuz it was so crude cuz like I can't remember this actor's name but he's in so much shit. Mm. Uh he plays the son of the guy who dies. Mm. Yeah. And uh his mom essentially uh he walks into these grafted cages and he is in the middle cage. On the left is his sister. On the right is uh, the mother and son of the father who died. And (laughs) there is a giant vat of hydrochloric acid that's just sitting in the room with the mother and uh, mother and son, and they're even having like this rhetoric the whole time, where it's like, do we pull, do we pull the lever because there's a lever next to it that says live, die, or medium, uh, and they're just like, <laughs> nothing's happening. <laughs> I like to imagine like that thing was going up and down the whole time, and they just didn't realize it. I, lo- I love that the mom was like, you don't know what it does. No, nobody knows what this does. <laughs> This is for revealing the plot of the movie early. (laughs) Pulled down to see what happens. The whole place just explodes. (laughs) Saw the finalist chapter. April So uh, William comes in. He's begging for his life, Uh as he should, because now the final tape is... Sisters inserting fingers into him from behind and everything. Hoffman's like masturbating yeah, from the main furiously. control panel. Yeah, yeah it was really kind of weird <laughs> because right now he is actually uh, in his own escape. Sure. So let's jump back. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be the Batman thing. The tr- <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> this is actually my favorite scene in this entire fucking yeah. movie. So uh, they fucking find out that it's Hoffman. <laughs> Perez and I think it's Erickson, Erickson is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it's like and some Asian woman, right? That doesn't take cream in her coffee or yeah. something like that. What did you? No, what no. Was it? I'll, I'll yeah, get to yeah. That. Okay. So, so let me set the set the tone for everybody a little bit. So it's uh, about midnightish, cold and dark for some reason inside of this police station. And they're work. So what they're doing is they're working on a tape that they retrieved from the beginning of the movie, and they're working on isolating and fixing the sound so that they can hear the voice of who it is. Now, what fucks me up about this scene a little bit is there are allusions from both Perez and Erickson that they both know that it wasn't Strom. Mm-hmm. Ergo, with everything else that they know, it would actually point towards. Hoffman. Well, who is the only person that was involved in this that's currently in this room with you? Right. You know what I mean? So why? (laughs) Why are you trying to check this guy right right now? Right. Yeah. So... Of course, like they're having like their final rhetoric where like they're just like, but it couldn't have been Hoffman or couldn't have been Strom because of this. (laughs) And then you hear the fucking clarity in the background. So as 
what I told Eric was, for those of you who watch this movie, you'll feel me. Um, <laughs> as they're like talking to Hoffman, Hoffman's already picked up on this because mm-hmm. he's not quite the knuckle dragger we made him mm-hmm. out to be. Just but a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got one knuckle on the ground. <laughs> he's half knucking. <laughs> <laughs> knuck if you knuck. <laughs> but he's getting coffee out of the coffee maker because right. there's one in every single room in every police station that exists in the face of the earth. And he's like pouring it in. I was like, ah, he didn't put any cream in it. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as the fucking cl- uh, tape clears uh-huh. and everyone... Everyone hears it and then turns around like he's going to be over there for right. some reason, even though he's standing in front of them. And he just goes, Shasha, pocket coffee. And right. fucking burns Perez. Ah! <laughs> Perez is like, oh no. He stabs Erickson in the throat with a pen like three times. That was slightly hotter than hand washing. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. <laughs> And so by the time she's fine, uh, Hoffman has now grabbed the small Asian woman. This man is like six seven, right? Ducking behind a five four Three. eight, yeah, yeah, yeah Asian yeah, girl, hundred percent. And Perez just keeps shooting in this her like abdomen, <laughs> like it was where his dick would have been. You know what I mean? Like proportionally. And she puts like four rounds into this girl. Get out of the way! I'm apprehending a suspect. Please move. Fuck! Get out! God damn! I'm out. <laughs> so then Hoffman chases her down this stairwell, even though I thought we were in the very bottom of this precinct. And uh, he fucking... It's one of the Zelda basements. It's got four basements. Yeah, yeah. He really just comes down and punches her in the fucking face. And yeah. he punches her so hard, her head like blows up against the wall right. and bounces back. She looked like a fucking basketball. And of course, he stabs her like three times in the gut. She sure. drops down. And she's just like, why? And he just like looks at her. <laughs> because. <laughs> You know, no one's ever asked me that. I've never right. really thought it's about never it. how Hoffman's doing. You know? It's always why is Hoffman doing <laughs> And then he drags um, Erickson's body down there, mm-hmm. who's still alive mm-hmm. somehow. And then he finds a tank of gas mm-hmm. that I guess is mm-hmm. just there. He gets the hand again. Gets the hand that's holding onto that. You know, Because he it, didn't learn anything. Right, I know. Yeah, <laughs> right. I've killed the three smartest people I know. (laughs) I've killed the three smartest people in the world. (laughs) No one will ever find out. And he sets the bitch on fire. Fire saves everything. (laughs) The friar cleanses all. (laughs) Grimy. (laughs) So now that's why he's back where we're at. At the, at the end of the game. Right. Because he's coming to recoup, get everything he needs, because information is there. And it's funny, too, because, like, the one thing they never really confirmed was whether or not that information ever made it out. Mm. It was always just kind of assumed, like, if anything happens to me, it was Hoffman kind of shit. Yep. <laughs> but they never really touched on that. My favorite part, and I could be mistaken on this, I believe that what was in the sixth envelope was a note from Amanda. Is, am I correct in saying that? I think... Because those were special instructions, like you said, if anything hot happens to me, it was Hoffman. But it was like... So that, I do think, was a note from Kramer. Okay. That was in his envelope. There was, however, a note from... From Amanda. Well, from Hoffman to Amanda. Okay, okay. Um, And that was was like a really weird dichotomy, because I didn't understand why she would... 
I don't feel like they really? would talk to each other outside of work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like we're just kind of work friends. Yeah, you know? we don't have a whole lot in common. <laughs> You're a cop. I'm a heroin addict. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that actually comes up in seven. Sure. Um, yeah. To get Shawnee Smith in there one more time. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. Now, granted, it's time for Jill Tuck to get a little piece of, you know, goodness. Only off of got right. a piece of the pie. The bear trap is back. Right. And better than ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> right. So she gets her game over sequence after uh, putting uh, Hoffman in the chair and the wrists are bound and the bear trap is on his head and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You thought you would walk away from this untested. Uh-huh. Right. And he <laughs> oh, starts. So gangster. And he starts panicking. He's like, oh, God, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that was it's actually like, a really good shoulder. Oh, God, it's happening. <laughs> It's like doomsday preppers when they see the meteor coming. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Get the Campbells. My favorite was like how he actually got out of this trap. Yeah, because he full sent it. This, oh, yeah. this is the, the brutality knuckle dragon shit again, right? Because there's a bigger, longer piece on this bear trap, right. which I think was key for his escape mm-hmm. in this. Because he literally <laughs> that like... That was precisely the length of the space <laughs> between this. Because <laughs> my man takes it and just fucking crushes his hand mm-hmm. so that he can pull it out. And then... By the grace of God, there were bars on the window to the door to get out of Mm -hmm. there that he just made it in time to stick between before it actually completely Mm -hmm. opened up. And rip it off of his face. Yet again, cucking us with Mm -hmm. the reverse bear trap. And Jill's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm going to need immunity. (laughs) Right. Right. And that was Saw 6. A lot of fun. I really enjoy that one. Um, they do kill William, by the way. The son decides to kill William. I don't oh, know if right. we ever, so like, yeah. End yeah. of the game yeah. is, <laughs> you killed my father, motherfucker. And he kills William, and that's it. <laughs> but I loved that. I, I, will, I do want to say I loved that. It's not even a trap. It's really just a murder device at that point because it yeah. was just kill target dumbass. Yeah. And he was like, it comes down and like eight needles just go into him and Hydro- start hydrofluoric acid. <laughs> My man melted <laughs> in half. Right. <laughs> Good clean kill. His sister is so traumatized. Uh, you would think it would have been the sex, but it was probably <laughs> it was probably just watching him die. in front. It's not the first time she's seen him from the inside. Yes. I would love to see like a pan out shot Mm -hmm. of that happening simultaneously while Hoffman's upstairs like (laughs) making that that was a great closing shot too, like him on his knees and just like oh and like half his fucking (laughs) face is open (laughs) also mark the bear trap the bear trap's not done it's never done Saw 3D, also known as Saw the Final Chapter, also known as Saw 7. Yes. I don't know why they felt the need to do this. A movie of many names. A movie has many names. Um, But this is definitely one of my favorites in the franchise. This is the one where I was like, okay, shit, yeah, here we go. I remember the first time I watched this movie, my buddy is like not a big fan of horror movies, but I am, and he was just taking one for the team, I guess, and we were sitting there watching it. He is, however, a big Linkin Park fan. Cool. (laughs) So the first thing he goes, that's fucking Chester. (laughs) Bennington. Yeah, um, R.I.P. Chester, man. (laughs) (laughs) Crawl! (laughs) 
which is ironically exactly what he had to do. He, yeah. he had to crawl his skin away from this. So the thing is, is like they were all Nazis. So right? this is okay. I want to break this down because this is my first oh, time yeah. watching it. Go okay. ahead, go I ahead. want to talk about this sequence because what I heard was you were all rapists. <laughs> And I was like, interesting. The girl, the, <laughs> the girl under the car, also a racist. <laughs> right. And then I saw the swastikas, and I was like, oh, he said racist. <laughs> or, or same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, there's like a one-for-one one ratio on Nazis and rapists. I'm sorry. There, that's like, you know what I mean? You can't be one without the other. I just assume that you're both. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to say was I just thought that was because I didn't have the subtitles on. And I was on like my fourth beer. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, so we start off with what is very clearly a Hoffman trap. <laughs> it's so it's so it's I don't so even want to say I don't even want to say brutal because it's just not. It's just like it's just crude. Yes, if you run a car into somebody, they're going to die. <laughs> so the premise of it was they were trying to teach Chester, who was the leader of these Nazis, mm-hmm. that we are all the same color on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by doing that, if you can change the leader's mentality, right. you can change everybody else's around you. And I don't think he knows how Nazis work. <laughs> it's, it, it's like Rocky. If I could change and he could change, then anybody can change. <laughs> <laughs> because if Chester brought a black person home <laughs> from learning this lesson, they both would have gotten killed. Whoa, dude, how much was he? <laughs> I ran out of hay pennies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I don't understand what he was trying to no, accomplish. No, I don't know either, yeah. And, and, yeah, so, essentially, there is a car with a shattered out window, and they're in this garage. The car is lifted about three feet. Underneath of the back tire is one, the, is the female mm-hmm. Nazi. One Male Nazi number one is behind the car, and he's got, I think they reused the chains from three, from Amanda's trap. Okay. It, reuse recycle yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, exactly like that well it was jigsaw technology it was in it for the long oh, that's haul. a quality chain <laughs> then. yeah it's a mighty fine chain because <laughs> they had one in the jaw and then they had it on his arms and shit and uh it's like okay well he's gonna get his shit ripped when this car goes yeah and the other dude is just in front of the car meanwhile chester is super glued to the leather mm-hmm. and he has to peel up to try and mm-hmm. get the release that will turn the car off so that they can escape. Yeah. Otherwise, so the car starts going, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny to like have the, I love the shot where the tires spinning over the girl's face and she's just oh, oh, reach, reach. <laughs> I like how she turns her head too, and that makes for an even better splatter. Duh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Because he, he 100%, you know, tried so hard and got so far. But in the end, yeah. he got ejected through a windshield. Uh-huh. <laughs> Living with what he's done. Um, Confusing what is real. <laughs> Talk about a paper cut. Oh, Jeez. man. It didn't break his habit. <laughs> How long can we go? <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> It's just Mike Shinoda's over there. <laughs> I felt like I got more PTSD from this movie just watching him get ejected through the fucking windshield than I did like any subsequent Saw movie. <laughs> I agree. Because that's that's just, I mean, like, that didn't even feel like a Saw death. That just felt like a physics sure. death. You know, it was like the ice blocks all over again. It's like, well, yeah, like. 
Hoffman's like sitting in front of his chair, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me, <laughs> yeah, I'm Jigsaw. <laughs> He's jerking off in a mirror. I'm fucking Jigsaw. He's got the same shotgun. <laughs> we'll see if that comes through or not. My favorite part about Seven in this, it, for like this aspect of the scene, is it's literally the same shit. Is like we cut now to mm-hmm. the um, what do you call them? Um, the CSIs are now on the scene and they're like looking at the the tape that was in the tape deck and they're like, well, we just got to do some sound cleanup and we'll figure it out. And they're like, oh, fuck, it's Hoffman again. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Two things real quick. I do want to point out the opening scene is of Dr. Gordon. Oh, yeah. So just that's important to mark that. Sure. So we are uh, moving into the meat of the plot here. And this uh, one Bobby, I don't know. I don't even care what his last name is, mm-hmm. uh, has a book. Sean Patrick Flannery. Sure. Yeah. Has a book out um, about how he survived with a saw trap and how he coped with that and became a better man with his new lease on life and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's on like a daytime talk show talking about his book that's coming out today. Hey, I'm going to be signing it down here at the thing. You know, come on <laughs> down if you want a signature of somebody you've never heard of until now. You're right. <laughs> um, I mean, we can even talk about the, the was it the opening trap for this one where it was uh, the cheaters? Cheaters, yeah. Well, yeah. Do we just do back to back, like it, it, starting? Traps? I mean, it doesn't even really matter. Yeah, because it's just the 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 scene with the cheaters to me was only to prove that this movie was in three D <laughs> because of all the like the sparks salt, yeah. and like and like front and back and blood splatters and shit and that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's also a really bad the this era of filmmaking was so bad for forcing those shots to be in three oh, yeah. D. There's one at the very end of this movie that I actually like like gagged when I saw it because it was so it was Game so fucking, over. It was and so, he tosses the fucking You know exactly what I'm oh talking about. It was so stupid. It you, was so stupid. Because you know what at least would have made it clean if that was the end. Right. But then we immediately go to Hoffman. He's like, no, you can't do this. I was like, fuck, right. man. Fuck. Right. So Bobby, um, just it's in case Bobby any bitch. wasn't aware, Bobby didn't survive shit because Bobby wasn't into shit. Bobby was watching a survivor in a bar His one day. His trap also sounded stupid. Right. <laughs> and I hoisted myself up on my meat hooks. Yeah, his tra- <laughs> his his alleged trap was that he had to shove two meat hooks through his pectoral muscles and hoist himself up to safety. Whatever the fuck that means. Right. I don't even know how you wrote a book about that. Right. <laughs> it's one of those books where it's you... It's just a picture book. <laughs> so I, I love I love David Goggins. I'm one of those dudes that I'm definitely a fan of his. I definitely follow David Goggins because I'm one of those people that really responds to like critical, like, hey, you fucking suck and you need to be better. Like, I'm, I'm that, that works for me. That makes me sure. want to be better and that kind of thing. David Goggins' book is about two-thirds just growing up as a child. And it's like, that's great. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about this book. Now, I do want to mark the size of this book is hilarious. It's only about 80 pages long, and it's printed in hardback with a sleeve over it because a certain somebody goes to get this book signed here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find it so funny when people like go through one experience in their life and feel the need to write an autobiography. That's right. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Who gives a shit? In a world of Facebook and Instagram, you, you think I don't know what's going on in everybody's day. And I have like this running you know kind of catalog of the events of your life and that kind of thing at all times you know what i mean it's like so it's just weird um 
it's not like Rose McGowan where there's like incredible crazy shit happening. Sure, you know and I mean? that that's like, an actual autobiography. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Marco Pierre White talking about working in like thirty of the finest right. restaurants in the world and that kind of thing. I love hearing about shit like that. David Goggins, you got abused as a kid. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? You got a great story. I'm glad you overcame that shit. You know what I mean? Fucking Bobby. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody. <laughs> my friend I also, saw. This is, this, my is my, friend saw. this is my one big question about this movie. Because like I said, Bobby didn't survive shit. He was never in this whatsoever. How come nobody knew that he wasn't a part of this? Because every Saw survivor, presumably up to this point, would have been considered like a, uh, like a media icon, right? Sure. So was he able to just fake it? And he has this whole publicity team that are riding this wave with him, and that was good enough to convince the public that he was just like the most recent survivor? Is that what we're... Is that what we're like buying I, I, into? You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. I think it's one of those things where... Okay, if we get into like the legal aspect of some of this, mm -hmm. it gets really fucking hazy because sure. it's like, and I, I really don't want to use this as a, an example, <laughs> but it, it is like a rape survivor where it's yeah. like, okay, not everybody comes forward mm -hmm. kind of thing. Okay. And maybe he wasn't recovered by the police. Maybe he just made it out, you know? And like, like I, I it leads me to believe that with Amanda in the first, actually in the second movie where you see more of her like having interviews with the police and stuff like that, I believe that she went to them yeah. as part of like the grandier plan kind of thing. Right. There was an ulterior motive. It wasn't just strictly I want some media attention or I feel like telling my story or whatever. Because they never yeah. confirmed that the cops found her. Yeah. All they confirmed was she came in, told them what happened, told them where the location was, mm -hmm. and that's when everything started kind of okay. going in motion. Because what, what I was picking up from this was, and it's not even that it was like intentionally a commentary on how people just believe everything that they hear, Sure, but that's just what it was, was Absolutely. that people are going to believe it because Jigsaw is hot right now, and if you say you're a survivor, why would they I'm doubt you? You know what I Right. I'm not give <laughs> so that was fine because what happens there's a subsequent scene where he he has this really emotional response on the air and one of the guys behind the camera that's presumably on his team at this point gives him a big thumbs up and uh he moves over to the team and hangs out with his girlfriend slash wife partner or whatever They're like you need to review your lines next time yeah you didn't even talk about how your emotional connection to her was your driving force to survive that and people aren't going to buy a book from somebody they're emotionally attached to <laughs> and I, you know what i mean it's just like holy shit guys none of this is real and i know y'all know this isn't real so why are you yelling at me <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> It's not about the money. Yes, <laughs> right, it is. Right, right. Yes, it is. <laughs> I quit my job. <laughs> there, there is no message. <laughs> this is where you zip it. The adult is talking now. <laughs> yeah, that makes me a liar. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, cool. We're good. We get... <laughs> As you put it, game-recognized game. Game-recognized game. Game game. <laughs> game. And uh, this was such such a crude game mm -hmm. oh my god well it wasn't I'm sorry the traps were not crude this was clearly a jigsaw game oh yeah um like through and fucking this through. was kramer edition too <laughs> you know what i mean which is great because obviously hoffman didn't have time for that right now because he's just randomly killing people mm -hmm. for no reason right now we see kramer getting god help you getting this book you're signed. cheating on your partner i know I I will gut you like a pig. 
<laughs> he shows up to the autograph section in a uh, what I can only describe as "What up, my fellow teenagers?" <laughs> garb with the backwards hat and the long sleeve tee under the short sleeve tee and the camo shorts. It was awesome because i believe that tobin bell still owns and wears this outfit to this day like in the grocery store which is funny because he actually does like shakespearean monologues so it was, often, it yeah. was a gift from chester bennington <laughs> <laughs> to tobin bell <laughs> they're about the same size we, we couldn't tell by the uh angle of the camera but the back of the hat actually says lincoln park <laughs> <laughs> Or Affliction or Ed Hardy, we're not sure. That is one of my favorite scenes in the in the entire series, just because of Tobin, mostly yeah. because of Tobin Bell's delivery. Mm-hmm. But when he goes, "Do you want a signature?" He goes, "No, we know each other." Yeah, and he just <laughs> walked away. I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> he takes the cover off the book. Nice picture, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but that was such a multi-dimensional line. Right. Like the amount of layers uh-huh. that went behind that. That was just... that dark brotherhood we know. Yeah. Bullshit. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> you just got a letter in the mail with a bloody baby's handprint on it. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Um, so the, Let's get into the game, shall yeah, we? L- yeah, l- let the games begin. Yes. So uh, the first part, so obviously, much like the last movie that we saw, it is about teaching somebody and his lackeys why shit is not okay. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, I feel like this same message was supposed to resonate for Hoffman mm-hmm. when you look at the end of the movie. And I never really put that together until now. Um, but anyways, uh, we have our first trap, which literally makes me want to fucking die. <laughs> like it's the fish hook. The and, fish hook. Okay. And it goes, and there's like the, fu- there's like, um, what do you call it? There's like the x-ray machine that's up top uh-huh. and it's got an x-ray of her chest. And it you literally just, I'm sure they colorized it. hundred percent. Cause you just see like a fish hook with a key on it. <laughs> they were like, but and the, tra- and the it's trap got a lure was on it crazy. Too. <laughs> the trap was fucking crazy. It was so good. It was okay. So these things are on a timer and they're, just like these fucking valve pipes made mm-hmm. of tempered steel that are just kind of like cut into a sharp angle oh my yeah. god dude yeah uh, it, it, they are like hollow pikes uh, yeah yeah i don't know why they're hollow uh-huh. but it's what we had <laughs> that's what we, yeah. what we had Ho- hoffman spent the entire budget on the steam room <laughs> <laughs> he actually uses it on his downtime he just puts like hot rocks in there that's and why shit. his pores are always open <laughs> 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 His suit's always pressed. <laughs> so there are posters falling off the walls. His bong's always full. Can you tell I've lived in the South my whole life, and I know what the, what that feels like? Uh, so the pikes are not only on a timer, but they are sound activated. So this is what this is what killed me about this trap. Yeah, it was if you scream, they go faster. You don't often see and. As a part of traps, you know what I mean? Like an extra element. There's always like, the way, if this happens, then this happens. And that's just what it is, right? I just assume that that fucking kills you. Uh-huh. Like, if you're like if you're pulling a fish hook out of somebody's stomach. You're tearing that whole thing. That's what I'm you know saying. what I mean? Yeah. Your fucking intestines are yeah. like pudding, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. not built to last. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, of course, she dies. Yeah. And it's funny because she dies not because of the fish hook, but because she literally won't fucking stop screaming. And that's what that's what Bobby says. Why don't you just shut the fuck up? I need you to shut the fuck up. 
So now we get into the second trap, which was the, um, I think it really must've just been what they had. Cause it was the same pieces. It was the same, yeah, like this pike, was, this was I know, on everything, right? <laughs> everything was spike based in this one. Um, this was everybody's least favorite piece of gym equipment or perhaps like the least used piece of gym equipment in every gym. And oh, it's, I love power rushers. And it's that calf raise machine. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. a power rusher as much as it's just, I do my little calf shit. <laughs> I do my little calf shit. And your calves don't really like respond to shit like that because your calves are always on. Sure. So it's yeah, just yeah, one yeah. of those things. Like <laughs> if your Achilles tendon is functioning properly, your calf is never relaxed. Yeah. Totally. Right. You know, unless you're laying on your back. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, the idea being that he has to lift it for a certain period of time to prevent the woman on the other mm-hmm. on, the, on the business end of the calf raise machine yes. from like f- like leaning forward into another spike that's going to penetrate her eyes in her mouth. Right. The weird part was that he had when he. Oh, it was a bowling ball machine. That's what it was. It makes bowling balls <laughs> with the little. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> which, which is weirdly in the shape of two eyes and a mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I was the Mickey Mouse machine. It's a Mickey Mouse machine. <laughs> and the, the best part about this trap is she almost lived uh-huh. if he wasn't such a fucking bitch. Yeah. He, he like gets up under. He's like. Honestly, if he was taller, it probably would have been fine. But right. Sean Patrick Flannery is like 5'4". <laughs> and he just wasn't tall enough to he hold it. He stands on it. It's not even on his shoulders. Oh, shit. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I literally don't know how to turn this off. <laughs> Sorry. I literally don't know how to turn this off. And the, the fucking weird part to me about this was when he raised it up, it was so that the conduit would send power between the two to stop the device why is giving it power what stops the device right well yeah true because if there's no power going to it why is it it's a it's a perpetual motion device (laughs) jigsaw's like shut up yeah (laughs) shut up dead boy (laughs) it was an amanda trap it's okay it's fine (laughs) The intent was there. It was well-meaning. There's a couple of issues I have with it. Yeah. <laughs> Still so, love you. <laughs> so she dies, you know, just predicated on the fact that he couldn't do it. He just can't do it. He just couldn't do it for three seconds. Right. Um, then we get to his best friend. Yeah, yeah. That we see earlier that he's like, who I guess actually sparks the idea for him mm-hmm. to do it. He's like, man, you'd make so much money being a fucking saw trap survivor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> TLC's playing behind him. <laughs> he turns to his friend. I just had a really good idea. <laughs> Let's get another pitcher of beer. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a Sean Patrick Flannery where he's not in a bar at some point? <laughs> it's St. Patty's Day. Everybody's Irish. <laughs> Except Russians. Except the Russians. Um, I'm not going to get into that. I was going to say. We're, we're at like 55 minutes. I'm not getting into that right now. Um, but anyways, uh, this trap was so, so funny to me because it was really clearly another jigsaw trap. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, uh, there's a guy, the best friend is on the other side of the room and they are having to walk across these rafters to get to the key. Yeah. There is not a bridge. There's not a way to abridge the amount of space between Sean Patrick Flannery mm-hmm. and his friend. And 
he doesn't have his eyes. Mm-hmm. He's got like some weird fucking like they could have just put duct tape over <laughs> like his eyes. Like catering yeah. spoons <laughs> <laughs> over his eyes. <laughs> but he's got like this electronic noose. <laughs> <laughs> that, like when the timer runs out, it just fucking whoa! <laughs> it's also in 3D. Um, I was explaining to John that this is one that if I was the person that was responsible for saving you, you're just dying, dude. I can't. I'm not navigating over little beams and platforms like some fucking like bloodborne shit. That, that was gotta, also like... the longest ninety or longest sixty seconds I've oh, seen in my entire yeah. life. Yeah, it was five minutes of the movie. Um, he does like make it across to where the key is and we have like 10 seconds anytime there's less than 10 seconds on the clock and we haven't given the key to the person we know it's not you know right. what he has to do though because the dude isn't close enough to him is he has to toss it to him so the guy that can't see has to catch this key right mm-hmm. he throws it a little bit short and because the guy's hands are shaking fucking i can't i'm so fucking scared right now you know <laughs> It like bounces. I'm so fucking scared. Right <laughs> it bounces. It bounces off his fingers and hits the floor. And Bobby just goes, "Oh man, <laughs> fuck!" <laughs> you hear that? Ding, ding. They even slow moed it too. In the arms of- and then boom. He goes, he goes, what's going to happen? And he gets like taken by the ceiling, <laughs> like Monster House style. You know what I mean? He gets, he gets abducted by the chandelier. Oh, so it's a girl, girl house. house. <laughs> what? Everyone has a UV, like, you fucking idiot. I, start, I tried watching that last night. I wanted to so bad. I got sleepy. It's so funny. It was two it's... in the morning. I had to go to work. <laughs> Um, then we get to like him having to cut a fucking key out of his, fu- or no, he had to pull his teeth out Yeah, yeah. or two teeth. I know, which was dumb because that feels gentle. It also just felt unnecessary. Right. Like, it, like, and why wouldn't you make it the two front teeth? So he had to like, you know what I mean? That's what I would have done is you have to walk around without two front teeth now. And you know, like a question that they never really answered. And this is just like <laughs> I a survived a saw trap. <laughs> <laughs> I survived a saw trap. <laughs> There's a, there's a, and it's not like an important thing, but like mechanically, I'm really just kind of curious. So like throughout all of this and the room that we're about to mm-hmm. go into, because he pulls his teeth out and his wife has been in this one room since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's been watching him on the screen. She's on this platform with a chain going, we're all about the chains today. There's a chain that is going into under the platform and she has like a leather sex collar mm-hmm. on yep. for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a yoke, if a you yoke. will. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, every time someone died, it shortened. Yeah. But I couldn't tell if it was because somebody died or because he was moving on to the next track. I think it's because somebody died. Yeah, but everybody died. So there's no That's, way to. Well, yeah. <laughs> there's no way to ever know that. Right. <laughs> True. And so the final uh, thing is she is surrounded by electric fencing for mm-hmm. some fucking reason because even if he got to her nothing was going to happen right. like the cow she is <laughs> oink <laughs> <laughs> livestock <laughs> so now we get like the old, like Sean Patrick Flannery gets the fucking slap in the face from Jigsaw right. because the final tape says okay what you have to do is this this ne- or it's like this next trap will be familiar super to easy me. Super easy and super familiar. Fuck boy. Yeah. 
put some respect on my name. <laughs> He's like, Bef- before you are the two hooks, and you have to fucking put the meat hooks into your pectoral muscles, you'd be amazed at how much weight the pectoral muscle mm-hmm. can handle. Yeah, he's like he's like he's like reading the book into the microphone as he's recording the tape. <laughs> he's in a rocking chair right. next to an empty crib. <laughs> Burn! I, I had gotten there one millisecond after you got there, and I was about to make that exact same joke. <laughs> Papa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So, okay, I'm going to spoil just an ounce of eight real quick because it doesn't matter. Um, We're not going to talk about eight much. So there's a line where he's talking uh, to um, a character that we'll meet in eight called Logan where he talks about vengeance is not what this is for. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can't convince me that that Jigsaw wasn't doing this out of vengeance. It's like, no, you don't get to profit off of my shit. You know what yeah. I mean? You you want to like you want to like pretend like you've been through this shit? Cool, you can play. You know <laughs> what I mean? That was some petty vengeful shit and it I love that. It seems like you would like to play a game. Right. <laughs> you are invited. <laughs> Not the billy bike. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, he can't do it. Yeah, you know that's not how physics fucking <laughs> right. works. He, my favorite thing about it too is at the top you have to like use both hands to connect a cable, <laughs> so your entire weight is supported by your pectoral what an muscles. Idiot! Right? <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. You know, and that's it. Just is what it is. So he fails. He falls and like his chest is ripped open and he's probably broken a leg not in, not in the context that it usually means right in a saw movie right. when you get your yeah. chest he's not open. pushing anything anytime soon though. <laughs> let's put it that way um and this like fucking rocket ship like pig, pig <laughs> like surrounds his wife and just incinerates her so i'm glad the pig cooker came back yeah, I like that it was really just like five minutes of us like just watching her burn to death right. and her being so confused. I know, I know. And so innocent. She was so <laughs> right. innocent. Because that was the caveat. That was the only person on his crew that didn't know he was full of shit was his wife. Weirdly enough. You know, so. You'd think she would like walk in on a meeting or something. I don't remember you being gone for an entire week. And talking about trauma that you endured. You, you think he like just came home one day and was like, holy fucking hell, I'm so glad to well, see you. Well, he was a fucking loser beforehand. Right, so you know maybe what I mean? he wasn't right. even married. He like constructed this whole shit true, yeah. Because um, this does take place like... Some time after. Like this takes place while shit's going down with Hoffman. Right. Right. So that means <laughs> when we saw the yo- the younger John Kramer, with because mm-hmm. you could tell because of the backwards hat, um, that was... <laughs> That was clearly a different... He was 18. (laughs) 18-year-old Tobin Bell. I bet that was a sexy motherfucker, dude. I'm going to look it up real quick. You keep talking. I bet that dude pulled. Oh, yeah. Pulled. That honey-ass voice of his. His fucking memorization of Shakespearean sonnets. Mm -hmm. What do we got? Uh, He looks like fucking Simon and Garfunkel. Like both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like... God damn. He looks like John Lennon. He does look like John Lennon. <laughs> and here, this, this is a great shot. Okay, can I get, can I request a poster of this? <laughs> like a fucking four by three of this. Oh my fucking God. When I put this episode on YouTube, since we're not video recording this yeah. one, I'm just going to have that be the picture. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. 
Because you're not going to know what this is in real <laughs> unless you've made it to this point in the episode. And I hope you're crying right now. Because I am. Um, you know who else is crying? Yeah. Sean Patrick Flannery. So his wife he's getting dead, no more bussy. And uh, <laughs> it's over. Um, he presumably, does he die? No. Yeah, I thought he presumably like walks away unless yeah. I missed something. He's just like, God fucking damn it. He, he writes his he writes his sequel to the book. <laughs> How I actually survived a saw trap. Oh my god, that's like a fucking OJ book. <laughs> right? Barely. If I were in a saw trap, this is how I'd actually now do it. Everybody's dead. <laughs> um all my friends are dead. Let's talk about what's happening simultaneously with this. Yes, there is the noir of it all. There is a mystery uh fucking um uh Reminding me of like Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Dark Knight Rises kind of yes. Boy Scout of a cop. Uh, so that involved. was um, Gibson. Gibson. Yes, that was Detective Gibson. Gibson. So uh, Gibson was get in out of my office. Gibson was in from IA, which for those of you who don't know is Internal Affairs, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because he's actually these are who watch The Watchmen. Yes, <laughs> and we, we he winds up going to there's you know all of these cute corresponding video messages that are getting sent in between. The police and Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Everybody's discovered that it's Hoffman. They just don't realize that he's been sleuthing around and covering his tracks of where he actually is, bouncing IP addresses, all of that kind of shit. So they tell he leaves a message for Gibson, some cryptic thing about the Crystal Dawn, which is essentially <laughs> like a meth motel, uh-huh, right? <laughs> where they and also the title of Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, so. <laughs> is it really? No. Um, <laughs> It's called Redfall. It's supposed to be about where the Red Guard are from, which is kind of cool. Oh, Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we learned the story of how he actually got into internal affairs. It's because Hoffman saved him from... A, from yeah. A, hold on. <laughs> he did save him. Technically. And the so, guy admits it, that he did save his life. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was... A meth head come out, came out of nowhere with a bottle and took it to the back of Gibson's head. And Which is just so fucking funny. Like, this dude was on guard duty while everybody else was tweaking in the house. You know, the, You're not allowed in here. They say if I stand at the door, they'll give me free tweet. So, so he puts his hands up because Hoffman's standing behind him. He's like, freeze. Right. And he's like, got it. And then Hoffman proceeds to shoot this motherfucker six times in the back. <laughs> like the coward he is. Hoffman like gives Gibson a hand up and was like, make sure you fire first next yeah. time. The best part is when it comes back to Gibson talking about it. Gibson was straight up like, I did the only thing I could. I turned him. Yeah, <laughs> I told the fuck on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me he'd always get me back. So that's like a vendetta that I guess we actually could have used in more subsequent movies but yeah because how much more fun would that have? this is that count dooku issue i have all over again yeah he didn't have a rival if strong didn't exist <laughs> and it was this guy and there wasn't like a bubble gum in the you know closing you know the garbage disposal as it were um that would have been a, f- a fantastic finale to this whole thing like this has been bubbling since four Right. And it finally comes to a head in, in seven would have been mm-hmm. wonderful for like yeah. the subplot of this. Or would you, I would actually consider this probably the main plot and the games are the subplots within the actual story. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, totally. Okay. So what was so intriguing about this is I got a sense of I finally get to put him away 
from Gibson. Right. Like these dudes have just been beefing ever since this one night happened. Mm-hmm. Just events lead to events or whatever, and they can't fucking stand each other. So Hoffman fucking has Jill Kramer at this point. Almost. Or Jill Tuck at this point, yeah. So this is one of my favorite parts. So the whole story is revolving around the fact that Jill is on the run from Hoffman. Mm-hmm. To the point where she even has like a dream sequence where she gets fucking iced. That was, it wasn't By a battle a bot. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Which is so stupid. I thought that was real at first. I was like, this is not how she's going out. This shit was a big fucking 4,000 pound nail. Like, <laughs> on like a harpoon on a four. <laughs> that was on a track that she was in the middle of. There is no way that he would have devised that entire shit to kill her. You know what I mean? That's what was so funny about it. That was that was hundreds of thousands of dollars of investment into this oh, one thing absolutely. to just to what effectively is just going to be to sh- like hit you in the chest with a, a spike. I did love that line though from Hoffman, who was like, "You know the worst part about killing you, Jill? I only get to do it once." Right. <laughs> I was like, "And this is what you fucking picked?" <laughs> Obviously, this was a dream sequence. <laughs> right, right. And she wakes up and makes sure her midsection is still there. Yeah, <laughs> everything's fine. Um, so this is actually. Uh, at this point, Gibson has found the location mm. of yeah, the, and, of the and trap. he's making his way through the rooms. He sees right. the the nail girl and the other nail girl and mm-hmm. the so yeah. where yeah. where it's important to tie this together for Jill's part of the story because Jill is in the holding cell yep. being protect quote unquote protected by the police right, and she uh, or Gibson gets in to the like mainframe mm-hmm. room. <laughs> Any, the hub. The the central hub. Yeah. And my favorite part was the first thing that I heard in my head was the feed's not live. Because all <laughs> of the feeds were replaying. And, and it's so good. Because it was like this slap in the face from Hoffman mm-hmm. because they were like, like the main one that they focused on was when Chester died earlier. <laughs> Investigators mm-hmm. came for... Um, in the garage where they initially thought, yeah. They yeah. set a bomb off. Or Hoffman set a bomb off at that location. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, everybody ran towards the bomb. So when they did that, he just slipped himself into a body bag and pulled the other dude out. (laughs) 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 So he's like looking at, he's like, fuck, Mm -hmm. he's in the precinct. And of course, like. A fucking 60 caliber Gatling gun just fucking pops up from the side and just kills everybody in the fucking room. I did the same thing to the last group of Vault Hunters five movies ago, but tricking you guys again this time, way funnier. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, Hoffman gets this killing spree. He kills the dude who's literally been the mortician since the beginning of this story, which was so funny. Because that was petty shit, too. That was like, I'm just talking shit about the way I cut jigsaws, you fucking whore. This is for calling my work bad. <laughs> this is for your mom. <laughs> this is for my mom. Yeah, then he sneaks up behind the fucking uh stu- like the not stewardess, but like the receptionist and mm-hmm. just fucking stabs her under the like <laughs> under the chin and just rips her fucking throat right. out. He's making his way down. She was hot too. Yeah. I was very attracted to her. Really? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I love that. The last part of the defense is like, first of all, Hoffman's going on a fucking spree upstairs, just fucking <laughs> killing people. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no one is any of the wiser. Right. And there's the black detective who starts like looking through the one way mirror that he can't see through mm-hmm. the other side of and He just gets shot in the fucking face. Oh, <laughs> 
And Jill's like... There's like brain matter on the bars behind it. Jill's having heart palpitations. <laughs> oh my God, wake up. I don't like this. Jill, wake up. <laughs> so now Hoffman's made it in and he's like... I've been looking for you. He's like drooling, yeah. dude. Like I didn't know what he was going to do. Mode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to put a trigger warning on this episode. <laughs> Too sexy, <laughs> dude. I'm so attracted to Jill Tuck. Oh, I know. Oh my god. I have never seen her in anything. Else. I looked at her IMDb page, and she has been like grossly underutilized by the genre. Oh, totally. Like she's perfect for this kind of character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. She, still having the survivor in mm-hmm. her, fucking takes a pen out of her pocket. That's what Kramer hot, loved her yeah. about the most. But yeah. She was a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got that pen right in fucking Hoffman's yes. neck. And I was sitting there like, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Because as a lot of you know, I am a person that is super down for and really prefers everyone to die in a movie. Jill Tuck is the first person I've ever seen in a movie other than fucking Nancy. Frodo Baggins. I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> why, why am I supposed to care about Frodo? <laughs> I don't even care about Sam. <laughs> I can't even believe Marion Marion and Pippin are fucking characters. True. But anyways. Um, you were rooting for this guy. I was rooting for Joe yeah. Tuck. I was rooting Give for Give me a final Joel girl Tuck. for Give once. Give me a fucking final girl. If there was girl. ever a time for a final girl. Because Amanda's not a final girl. No. <laughs> That's a commentary on overuse of drugs. You were not a final girl. <laughs> you are not the final girl. The final girl will be like, I fucking told you, bitch. <laughs> With her approved health insurance and shit. Yeah, the other yeah. girl gets stabbed yeah. through the heart. I drink water. <laughs> I didn't have sex. <laughs> Go to church on Sundays. Hold doors for people. <laughs> this- I'm, I'm going to let you talk about it. I was going to say, I'm going to let you just go. She didn't hit any major arteries, unfortunately. So Hoffman, again, being the knuckle dragger that he is, can survive. He's got a large health pool. Yeah, his HP is fucking through the roof, dude. Um, So he is now chasing her fucking through. And, of course, they get into the office where there's nowhere to go. Fucking slams her head a couple times until she fucking passes out. Ties her to a chair. And he goes into the evidence room mm-hmm. and he sees the, his bear trap and he's like oh yeah and as he puts his hand on it the camera pans like six inches to the left and it's the og bear trap mm-hmm. and everyone's i was like oh no the one that we know is inescapable because oh, the other one has proven to be otherwise well you know what I they mean? are escapable with the key well you know what i mean yeah it, they're yeah. she's not going to escape yeah. this and I was just like, okay, guys, I, I would love to hear other people's opinions about this. Jill Tuck is a pers- person who had a makeshift abortion. Mm-hmm. Her husband got fucking brain cancer, who then subsequently started killing and terrorizing the people of Detroit. And you have been sucked into this game through no means of yourself. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why did we kill Jill? Right. Justice for Jill Tuck. So we're going to mark that. Absolutely. Because the good doctor is here. 
Yeah, after afterwards. You well, justice happens after the fact. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you with that one. I'm I sorry. Was, I was gonna say they released her mouth. <laughs> I know. No, she's dead. <laughs> and that was a really like I I hate to even like make it about this, but that was a really beautiful death for me because that was ultimately the end of like Kramer's legacy. Oh, totally. It, and from a well, it's f- not like they had a kid. For, well, exactly. But like from like a uh, that was like the last thing that the audience I feel like was holding on to because we already hate Hoffman at this point. Hoffman right. was never going to be the man that John Kramer was in terms of like the work or like the story or having the moral compass if you want to call it that sure you know what I mean slightly more brutal than Amanda not quite as intelligent as Amanda was you know mm. kind of felt like this third understudy so it turns out there was a fourth apprentice right Dr. Elvis his most important asset as he puts it mm-hmm. and we go back through a montage that spans seven movies at this point mm-hmm. of everything that this I dude was so hot for this it was montage. i know it was great it was great <laughs> of everything that dr gordon is that his name mm-hmm. gordon everything mm-hmm. that dr gordon from the first film from um from kramer picking him up off the floor after he had cut his leg off and ha- helping him cauterize the wound and heal the wound like his foot build a foot for him and said congratulations and everything and, and here's this like you're you're gonna help me now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take care of you <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna come live with me now <laughs> <Right>. Ooh. <laughs> and but, honestly that montage kind of fucked with a little bit of the um not like the canon continuity, like that was still fine, oh, yeah. but it just put the traps that we thought were in certain places in different out. places. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, which was cool because again, the whole the whole thing about Saw is that every single one of them has a plot twist that works. Mm-hmm. That uh, unless you are really paying attention or had seen it already, <laughs> you don't know that this is coming. Right? It's really well hidden and that kind of thing. And certainly, I will say that with Seven, it feels less like a plot twist and more of a we wrote this in because there was room for it. Totally. Kind of thing, and those are two different things. So it's worth mentioning that because Carrie was said he'd come back. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but I just I loved the concept of how Kramer always had somebody that nobody else but him knew about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There was always another layer, and that t- was what Jill was talking about. It's so meticulous. He was an engineer. Mm-hmm. Everything is more detailed than you can possibly imagine. It is, you know. And I will say that's the only reason I wanted Saw Ten to be. A continuation. Mm-hmm. I get that it's a final chapter, but we're still making subsequent movies. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Because um, the final chapter was this movie. Right. And it's like... But I would love to see <laughs> that continuation because even when you see him earlier when he comes to the support group to like kind of gaslight um, Bobby's character mm-hmm. and be like... Uh, did you learn something? Because you sound different than everybody else that's here, including the motherfucker with no foot mm-hmm. right here. Simone is in this notably. I was talking about seeing yeah, her yeah, later. Yeah. She's a, she has a really good line. You know what I learned from cutting my own fucking, or you know what I got? The best part of me cutting my own fucking arm off is handicap parking at the fucking mall. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's not great. You know, we're not doing good. <laughs> There's kind of that moment. But that's how trauma survivors are. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah, I mean, we're alive. That's awesome. But this shit still sucks. <laughs> you know, we're not, it's not better than it used to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so he executes the classic slam the door on you and you're going to rot in here move yes. the game over move the classic game over move well, having Hoffman on Hoffman chained. yeah I love that he looked at his foot mm-hmm. that he left there when he like walked by uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one goes out to you lefty <laughs> you were my favorite one love I always knew I was a foot soldier <laughs> 
Um, and again, we get that cheesy fucking like saw blade toss. I can't stand it. It's... I was just like, oh my fucking goodness. Because it was goodness. such a good movie. It was. Such it was a, a good movie, but then movie. shit like that happens. You know, it was like when um, Captain America: The First Avenger came out, and there's like five scenes of him throwing his shield directly into the camera. Yeah, and it's just like, god damn it. <laughs> it just doesn't work for me, so I find it insulting. <laughs> <laughs> How dare somebody else get to experience something that I can't? Well. I tell you what, we're going to wrap up our thoughts on this. Okay. Uh, you want me to tell you what happens in Jigsaw, and we'll just count it? Yeah. Okay, cool. This is what happens in Jigsaw. Skip to Saw 8, a.k.a. Jigsaw. There is a new trap with a new group of people, and it turns out that this was a trap from 10 years ago because the person that was the mystery person in the room is a man named Logan who was one of the perceived apprentices of Kramer, and he, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. He was actually in Iraq for yeah. all seven movies. Right. And that's just what it is. Um, it had absolutely nothing to do with the story, in my opinion, aside from having characters that exist in this world, existing <laughs> in this movie. It didn't feel like a continuation of any plot. You know what I mean? And it was just, I felt like 8 was the, like the biggest plot issue that I have had with this entire series. Yeah. Because it just didn't have anything to do with anything. So right. that's what it was. Yeah. Um, and I don't really feel like going into any more depth of Jigsaw. I was also drunk when I was watching Jigsaw, and I don't remember a lot of it. I'm sure it was a great movie. <laughs> I di I disagreed. It was fine. Yeah. Um. So that's it. Getting back into what we give a shit about. Six, seven, and eight. Done. <laughs> so now that you've seen the franchise, yeah. Um. What? Who was your favorite character, and what was your favorite trap? Um. I'm still gonna stick with the. I'm gonna stick with the Venus flytrap because I like the idea of it having multiple layers. I've said before, like most traps don't have multiple layers to mm -hmm. them. It's just that you do this and you do this and you're done, right? The get the key and then get out and you have, you know, there's a lot of carving and shit like that. That's what this this franchise is for me, mm -hmm. is self-mutilation, effectively. Totally. You have to- Mutilation out of sight. Right, you have to inflict this on yourself as a physical manifestation, the pain being a physical manifestation of what you've caused others and that kind of thing. Yeah. And you have to find that will to survive. So level of irony. Um, I feel like it's a cop-out to say my favorite character is John Kramer, sure. because I feel like that's everybody's favorite character. That's the most developed character in this, mm -hmm. so that's probably the easiest one to latch onto from a personal standpoint. Sure. Um, so I am going to go... I really like Jill, and I really like Amanda. Yeah. I mean, I just, for those same reasons, as I feel like they were fleshed out well, and I thought their endings were tragically, like, kind of a sigh more than a, yeah. you know, a roar, you know. It's and like that's... Voldemort hitting the ground in the book instead of the fucking movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go get a beer. <laughs> I'd have eight beers after that. But that was it. No, and, like, the thing about this, this franchise is that, again, it is really consistent. Jigsaw aside, I haven't seen Spiral. I will watch that on my own time when it becomes free again. They took that off off of Hulu, Hulu for yeah, free. Um, so I will watch that when I am able to, just so I can say that I've seen it. Yeah. Um, it's fine. But I, the eight was such a, just a, I wasn't, it wasn't even that I wasn't paying attention. I was paying attention to it. I just felt like it didn't have enough to do with Saw. It felt like we were in like spinoff territory, yeah. cash grab territory. That's how it hit me. So yeah. that's all. Yeah, because they didn't even really add another dimension to it by adding Logan. It was yeah. just kind of like when they did Logan, it felt like they tried to do the same thing that they did with Gordon mm -hmm. in the end of seven. Yeah. And it's like you could have just left it like that. You, know what you I mean? called it the final chapter. I'm sorry. That's that's how <laughs> that's how the story ends for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, Friday the 13th did that twice. Sure. <laughs> the 80s were wild, man. 
George Lucas said he was never going to make another Star Wars movie after three, and then he sold it to Disney. <laughs> and now we have more Star Wars content than anybody cares about having. So, um, I think I will say I'll, I'm going to change my favorite trap uh, to something that's escapable because as much as I love the angel trap, mm-hmm. traps are supposed to be survivable right. and that one inherently you got caught bad. now get out yeah exactly yeah. exactly um and i i gotta there say, are so many good ones dude. i know there, it, there's yeah. there's so many good ones um i'm like having the saw montage in my <laughs> head and it's just like thousands of traps um fuck i actually i had it a second ago and now i'm just like god is it though you're thinking i know uh, well, one thing I will talk about while I'm kind of thinking about that is uh, Strom. Mm-hmm. Strom, outside of Kramer, was my favorite character mm-hmm. in this entire series because he is the only person who was putting shit together the entire time. He was so much smarter than everybody else in the room. <laughs> like, and hilariously he died so. Like a bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he got eviscerated. Yeah. Like, Hoffman was like wiping the sweat off his brow when that dude died because that, <laughs> that guy would have. Strom absolutely had what it takes to take Hoffman down. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. and that was the, that was the thing was like he didn't really die in a trap. What he did was get murdered by Hoffman. Sure, yeah, <laughs> right. Do you trust me yet, Detective? Uh-huh. No, he doesn't trust you, you stupid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> The the trap's so hard though because let's like, talk I, let's I, go I, top three let's, top three yeah, okay yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay um we're definitely gonna go with uh the rack okay um I think the needle pit's a really classic one for me yeah but that felt less of a I guess it, that's a trap honestly what I would rather say in two for me personally mm-hmm. is the Chinese finger trap yeah that one was just like uh-huh. so slapstick and so simple because she was just so stupid the revolving door. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that 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 early shit was so was so like it wasn't it wasn't grandiose because the more yeah. movies you make, the more extreme it has to get for right. people to care. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about those early ones so much is that mm-hmm. they felt like something that somebody was building in their basement for this purpose. Yeah. Not I rented out a fucking factory to make like a, <laughs> you know, a maze for y'all to figure out. You know, that that's uh, the steam room was so fucking hilarious to me because that was in a zoo. Right. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, like yeah. a former like zoological research facility or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. So presumably this is where animals functionally lived for a given point, you know, in their life or something. But yeah. And I know you like the carousel. I loved the carousel carousel. And I really want to like throw into the mix. And this is going to sound so like fucking uh, gatekeepy. But like, I really loved how simple the first trap that we ever saw was Mm -hmm. cut your foot off Mm -hmm. and you can leave. Yeah. You just got to cut your foot off mm-hmm. <laughs> or kill that guy, but just cut your foot off. You owe money on your car's payment. Sell the car. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was just, it's it right was, there. It was so clean. It was so clean. I, I will say, I, I do want to give a quick nod for eight because I loved that. Is it, it the cyclone trap? No, it's the, it's just, that was fine. I mean, it, it, <laughs> You're it is like, no, that was fucking stupid. It, it was, it was fine. I, well, the head, just, though, the head was I know, so I know. Yeah. But it was just like, <laughs> at this point, like I said, I'm just ready for this shit to be over. With. <laughs> 
and and eight definitely didn't benefit from my burnout at that point in the evening. But um, I I did appreciate the nod to one with the person who's behind the whole thing being in the room the whole time. Yeah, with the secret dude being the like quote unquote jigsaw because yeah. you're thinking it's L, you're thinking it's the person who's the enthusiast, the yeah. saw fan, and everything. You know what I mean? The jigsaw fan, I should say. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it just eight just didn't do it for me. It was what it was. Yeah, we're not rating movies anymore, but that's in that like three four territory for me. You know what I mean? That's no one's favorite <laughs> I episode. I, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. But yeah, um, overall. This is a really, really good franchise. Yep. I mean, I think this is probably as good as it gets. Are I think the Sawniverse now. Into the Sawniverse is that what it's called? <laughs> Am I Sawny? <laughs> we have our meetings at Sawshank. <laughs> I saw what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> we eat sautéed bell peppers. There were no seesaws <laughs> in this movie. Seesaw. What's your seesaw? <laughs> we gotta get Taylor Tomlinson on this show. I feel like I feel like she would fuck with us, dude, and maybe fuck us. <laughs> we are done with uh, the Saw franchise. I think we are probably uh, going to. Uh, we're obviously skipping Spiral, but I think we're uh, decided to do Saw Ten as mm-hmm. a mini sode. So keep an eye out for that, folks. Definitely get ready for that. And yep. what you should also be getting ready for is our first in. Because this is what we're really excited about right now. Yeah. Sorry if this episode feels kind of like, again, like a sigh, but like we're really just trying to like, okay, okay. <laughs> the big one's coming, guys. Yeah, I just don't think yeah. we can do months anymore. I know. <laughs> we are doing Eric month. I'm insisting on having yeah, Eric month. Yeah, we're so November is going to be Eric month, yes. which I'm actually very excited for. And I will say Eric month is going to be a little different because Eric is picking all of the movies. Yes, that's all of, that that means. Instead of, yeah, instead yeah. of us doing like one series or right. something like mm-hmm. that. So, um, I know The Witch is on the itinerary. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to spoil too much. No, we'll say The Witch because I think that's the one we're starting with. Yeah, so super excited for that one. I actually really enjoy that movie, mm-hmm. and I hope that I enjoy it more than I did last time. It's not that I don't like the movie. It was just very... It's a little bit of a drag yeah. the first time. Yeah. yeah, but that'll just be easier to move the plot along mm-hmm. for... Because you know what's happening. But again, guys, November 1st is going to be our first annual Indie Horror Award yes, show. this is what I'm talking... This is what I'm excited for. It's it's going to be so cool. We've got so many guests. We've got musical performances from uh, Poltergeist OD. We've got the 4K trailer dropping for Clay Zombie's Christmas special. Um, you are not going to want to miss out on mm-hmm. this, as well as a couple skits for you guys. This that, is also uh, going to effectively launch our YouTube channel, which if you are the type of person that prefers to have YouTube on when you're listening to podcasts or watch video along with your podcasts, this is going to be the direction that we're heading in. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll also be dropping some subsequent episodes from previous uh, interviews that we do have video Mm -hmm. of. The uh, audio quality will be as good as it can be, Mm -hmm. um, but I can only do so much on that. Um, But moving forward, all of our interviews are going to be high quality, great sound, I mean, honestly, just the ones that you can listen to on Spotify already sound great. So now having yeah. the, the video elements as well are going to be really fucking rad. And I'm really excited for you guys to check it out. Yes. Um, but with that, that wraps up Saw Month. Saw Month. <laughs> Saw some. I did have a good time. Yeah. It's I did a, have it's a good a time. Fun I just don't ever want to watch nine movies in a month again <laughs> <laughs> and have to pay like critical attention to them because you're going to get a reaction to like the eighth one like you did this time. <laughs> and that was the last time i ever did watch saw sink (laughs) what a way to go out game over motherfuckers game over